0: Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. Welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program, where tonight we have, oh, this wonderful man that helps me keep my hair blonde. I'm not really a blonde. Um, Jeff Richardson, he is the owner of Lava Salon here in Charleston. I've been going to him for a couple years now. Um, I go to him because I need my hair done, right? But we were talking when I was getting my hair done, and he was talking about the different... um, the different ways that hair really plays into self-esteem, how we look, how we feel about ourselves. And then there is so much information as far as our health goes, in which products we choose, which treatments we choose and that kind of thing. So I thought he would be a perfect guest for the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program where we talk about everything that is related to health and living a fit life. And you're really going to find out how All of this is totally interconnected as we have our little discussion. So welcome, Jeff. If you could do a little introduction of yourself, that'd be great.
1: Thank you, Stephanie. Hi, uh, my name is Jeff, and um, I own Lava Salon with my wife, Noel, um, and we've both had the pleasure of working on Stephanie's hair.
0: Sorry, I totally should say that. Noel. uh, I sit in Noel's chair a whole lot. Yeah, (laughs) you do.
1: Um, and we've been open for about eight years. We're here in Avondale. Um, we've kind of been a part of the the Avondale um, hype since uh, it started blowing up. We've been uh, blessed, and and we we really enjoy giving our guests uh, a rock star experience.
0: That's what I feel like when I'm with you guys. Really,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it's what we so want. So much fun.
0: To I look forward to it. <laughs>
1: totally. Um, you know, and that plays into what we're talking about already. I mean, is is that there's a there's a psychology. To getting your hair done, I mean, nothing makes me uh, more excited to see my guests that I'm friends with on Facebook and social media announcing ahead of time that they can't wait to go get their hair done, (laughs) but... But isn't that what it's all about? I mean, it, you know, for, for us, it's not just about getting a haircut at, at Lava. And that's why we say Rockstar Experience. But some people are very pragmatic and all they want to do is go in, get a cut, and get out. Yeah. And that's great. There's plenty of places for that. What we want to provide is an experience, but also one that's based on a foundation of education. And we are all educated uh, on our products. We only use organic products. I know we'll be getting into that more later. Um, and uh, and just really trying to offer our guests the, the best possible um, uh, health uh, hair care uh, products that they need. Yeah. yeah and style. It, and a good style.
0: Oh, it's a great style. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's talk. I, I, the first thing I want to talk about is... Um, I, I found this very interesting. One day when we were talking about it, and you were talking about the link between um, self-esteem and how we look, and you know, some people may think that getting your hair done um, is something that's vain or superficial or something like that, but it really isn't at all. So, uh, like, share a little bit about that.
1: Well, I think I think it has the potential, and um, the the key word here is is vanity. Okay, so there's a healthy level of vanity and then there's an unhealthy level of vanity and as a salon when my wife and I opened it we decided that the kind of salon we wanted to be wasn't one that feeds vanity Uh, in other words we want to approach taking care of our guests and giving them a cool hairstyle or or great color as a way of boosting their self-esteem helping them feel better about themselves Uh, When we opened, it was two years before the economy crashed, and I think one of the the main reasons we survived was because of our our particular approach to our guests. We really cared about them, and it was less about, uh, or it was more about um, making them feel good about themselves. and. that that comes from a different place of vanity. So a little bit of vanity is good, right? I mean, it's important.
0: Obviously, I'm a fitness model. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> and that's that's that come that should come from a place of self confidence, right. not from a self low self esteem. Low self-esteem.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: yeah. Knowing that you're worth it. Knowing that you know. And and so when you when you get. A haircut and you feel good about it then you're already stepping into a positive frame of mind yeah. and that makes it easier in life there's one less thing you have to worry about and that's you know hey I might be having a bad day but I know my hair looks great
0: you know what I just uh, not too long ago I read a quote that said I can't remember what it wasn't just a quote it was actually from I don't know some very famous author but he said something about um, a woman who had who is who has her hair well done and is dressed comfortably and um, and is comfortable in that way is even more charismatic because she doesn't have to worry about that stuff. And so when you don't have to worry about other things you can be more charismatic. You don't worry about like, oh, oh, how does my hair look? And I have to say every single time you guys cut my hair, I, I really don't have bad hair days. There's nothing, I mean, just because of how you cut it, it lays just right.
1: Right. Well, there's nothing better too. And we, we get this because we're, we are our own clients as well. Uh, there's nothing better than getting a compliment on your hair. I mean, immediately that, that's a, you know, down to kind of a, uh, a social, uh, psychology level. That's uh, validation uh, that, you know, you're accepted in the community. And, and again, I see it as that, not as vanity. You know, I think yeah. if you think, if you are ta- you know, I'm not a big, uh, uh, taking a lot of selfies and things like that. Um, I think if that's part of your business, that's one thing, but, but there comes a line where you're, you can be overly concerned with how you look and that's not healthy. Um, so we just try to always keep it in the, the vein of, uh, you know, making you feel good about yourself not feeding you uh, lines of, oh, you look great. Oh, that's great." I'll, I <laughs> never tell a guest anything that I don't truly believe from the heart yeah. uh, in. And, and But, you know, I see the beauty in everyone, too. And I think, you know, that's what we're trying to connect them to is. Um, you are beautiful wh- no matter what you physically look like, you know. And yeah. if, if there's nothing better than getting a haircut, you know, just the some, I mean, it's amazing. I can do a uh, a haircut and just take the ends off of somebody's hair, just the very ends. And they're like, oh, my God, that feels so much better, <laughs> yeah. you know. Right.
0: Well, seriously, because it can it can uh, it can take the weight off and then it just adds like it adds a different um it, like mine, I need I need to make an appointment. So mine's very heavy right now. And so, you know, it kind of lays close to my head. And so you just do the right haircut and then all of a sudden you have this volume. You didn't actually have to do a treatment um, or anything like that. But I want to get into, I, I want to go ahead and jump into the different treatments that okay. you offer. Um, so one thing that is, okay, so with hair, um, hair is, and I, I, I found this out on, I don't know, a documentary I watched or something like that. I'm watching and listening to stuff all the time. But what they were saying is that, um, you know, long hair is kind of a sign of um, of youth and of health. And if it, the reason that people are attracted to long, healthy hair is because it shows that you've had good health in your life. And if mm-hmm. you don't have good health then a lot of times it shows up in your hair because it can totally be, it's one of those first things that goes. Your hair is not mandatory, so if you're having problems with your health, with your nutrition, something like that in your body, it will show up in your hair. A long head of hair, it took a long time to get that way. You've been healthy for a long time. Some people don't have thick hair hair, right. um, just even if they are healthy. So what are some of the things that you guys can do to kind of beef that up? Um, I know you've done a couple things on me because I've wanted to go a little bit lighter blonde mm-hmm. and blonde um, and and you did like a protein treatment or something to help sure. to sustain that blonde that I was trying to get.
1: Well, especially in the South um, where we're constantly fighting the elements like humidity and salt in the air. Salt is uh, so sodium chloride and on a microscopic level it's cubes they're sharp points and ends on them. So think about that uh, it's hard to imagine but it, that stuff is in the air molecular and it's constantly cutting away at your cuticle and and roughing it up right And
0: this is even if I didn't go to the beach <laughs> right this is
1: this is just normal life in the south you know it's humid here and that's what you're combating so honestly uh, it might sound sometimes like, we're trying to um to offer you something that you don't need but we're a low pressure salon. We're going to tell you what you need and you can make the choice yourself as to whether or not you want it but we want you to know why and what the, the purpose is. So in your instance as a blonde, again we're we're using chemicals to lift the cuticle and that is you know they're like scales on a, on a reptile in, in a way. They open up and then when you use chemicals and, and the environment and then when we use treatments it helps encourage them to shut back down, to smooth over to lay down flat and the flatter the cuticle is the more glassy it looks and the more glassy it looks the shinier it is because light reflects off Mm -hmm. of smoothness not roughness that's why your hair looks dull and dingy sometimes when you're coming to the end of your of your six weeks or eight weeks before your appointment is your cuticle is just starting to to open up you know and if you get Mm -hmm. color and your cuticle opens up then it's gonna it's gonna leach out over time so treatments that we offer at the salon there's a lot of different ones for a lot of different needs, but uh, whether it be volume or a protein, uh, protein is critical to keep the hair um, together. So we really do believe that everyone could use a treatment, whether or not they choose to is, is again up to them.
0: Yeah. And I loved that. So I had the protein treatment. It added, um, it it did make my hair more, um, more full and it w- wasn't even that expensive. So mm-hmm. yeah. No,
1: I mean, most of our treatments, uh, there, we s- position them as add ons. Um, if you want to come in and get just the treatment, you can do that. And usually what's going to happen though, is, is it's going to be kind of a, a blowout price and by blowout for anybody listening that doesn't know, um, you know, it's, it's just a shampoo blow dry and with a nice round brush, making the hair nice and smooth. And um, the
0: blood doesn't come out of your own arms. Because right. You exactly. Doing it. Somebody else is doing it for exactly.
1: you. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, treatments, uh, Uh, Or it can be added to a a blowout, or it's just easier, really, to add them to the service, especially if we're doing a color service on you. Um, Yeah,
0: my hair's already wet.
1: Exactly. It's already there. And so uh, I guess from that standpoint... Um, again, if you have fine hair, um, you can have a lot of hair and it can be fine. So that's another clear distinction to be made is that some people have, we talk about the density of hair and the, the hairs per square inch. Um, so for those that have finer hair and less hair that need uh, more volume, you want to build that volume naturally, not artificially. Now, at the same time, getting highlights is a great way for a fine hair guest to, uh, to enhance their volume because... At the end of the day, the highlight is going to expand that cuticle, and as long as you can uh, use some nice products to, uh, to basically, you'll have the volume, but you use the products to, to finish off the hair so that it still looks nice um, and healthy
0: yeah and I love that you guys have educated me every time I've been in um like you know, whenever we talk about the color I want and you've let me know that the more colors in your hair, the more dimensions there are, the more natural it'll look that oh, yeah. kind of thing. um you know, I just I didn't know that, but it's
1: the best guest is the repeat guest in that uh, you know. It's a budget thing, but if, and we do try to work with the guests to come up with a look that you can maintain based on your lifestyle. um, And, and a great example, you know, somebody who is physically active, if, if hair matters to them, they have to build that into their, to their life and their budget as far as, as their hair goes, because you're sweating. What sweat? Salt water remember salt in yeah. ACL it's it's you know it's gonna rough that cuticle and it's yeah. gonna it's gonna leach color and that's why you're gonna get dingier and and feel you're turning brassy sooner um speaking as as bl- for blondes in Charleston yeah. which I which feel most like 75 percent of <laughs> yeah. of women are yeah. on some level on some level
0: <laughs> exactly exactly very 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 blonde dominated down well here it's a sure. you
1: know it's a psychological statistic that um beach towns just naturally or have a higher uh, ratio of blondes, whether they be natural or unnatural. It's just, you know, it's that conformity thing, I guess. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. We're going to take just a really quick break. I want to jump into all of the health benefits of doing it the right way with hair, and I'll tell you a little story about myself. So we'll be right back. You've heard me talk a lot about learning how to reach your fitness goals and more frequently how to look as fit as you feel while learning to stop chasing skinny. And you've also thought to yourselves, yeah, I do want to reach my fitness goals in a shorter, more concise way to stop wasting my time bouncing back and forth from fitness tip to fitness tip in magazines, wasting hours researching the latest and greatest diet, only to end up looking and feeling the same way you've been looking and feeling for years. And my guess is that you've been thinking about this for a long time. Am I right? I know the feeling because I played these games too for a very long time, in fact. I'm here to tell you this. Stop thinking and sign up for the SK Fit Life Challenge, an online training, nutrition, and coaching program that will lead you through 12 weeks of step-by-step guidance to help you finally reach your goals of looking fabulous and feeling fabulous. You're going to get to free up all the headspace you've been wasting, picking through random Diet information being fed to you through the media and simplifying the seemingly complicated world of health. Your chances now, do you really need more time, more information, more plans for the future? Or do you want to become that fit person today? Because the truth is this, you can be that fit person, or you can be the person that sits around thinking about becoming fitter. It's your choice. Read more magazines, blog posts, and bits and pieces on social media, or take action. Because let's face it, if you're not where you want to be, your current program is not working out for you. I want you to be successful. And why is this? Because you've already got what it takes. You've been doing the work all along. It's just been the wrong work. You have the desire, the discipline, and the potential. Now let's get you on the right track, so those efforts you are already putting in can take you in the best direction possible. Join me and the hundreds of other SK FitLife clients for the 12-week online fitness challenge at skfitlife.com. All right, now let's get back. stop chasing skinny radio program and tonight we are talking with jeff jeff and his lovely wife noel helped me out with my hair that is um not really blonde i don't know if you guys knew that um but anyway we wanted to talk about some of the health benefits of using the right products um i'm gonna start this off with a little story um that we kind of figured out right before the show we were talking about the benefits of using the organic products. Um, I ran out of the products I usually use. I was at the grocery store, and so I just grabbed whatever was literally on the shelf right next to me. And I noticed that my back started breaking out, my neck started breaking out. And I'm talking about like in the back of it, my, my face was breaking out. So this was, I I, it, I didn't really put it together until we were talking about it um, right before the show. So Jeff, why 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 could this be?
1: All right. Well, the first thing you have to recognize from a science standpoint is that your skin is the largest organ in your body. Uh, it's connected to your endocrine system. It's connected to everything. So you can absorb, obviously, uh, things that uh, come into contact with your skin through your pores and, and through your um, your endocrine glands and, and all of those things. So... Uh, We'll jump around a little bit, but, I mean, the thing that I always compare, and this is a perfect for your audience, is that, you know, product is just like food, you know. uh, There's junk food, and then there's the purest of pure organic farm-raised, you know, no pesticides, you know, food, right? And then there's somewhere in the middle, Um I think that for your guests, we're, we're always encouraging them to, to try to change one thing, you know, at a time, at the very least. You know, whether it's switching over to like we switched, we have kids, so we only do organic milk and eggs. Doesn't mean we do everything organic, but we make conscious choices towards healthier options. And as a salon and as a business owner, we made a decision five years ago that um, the 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 guest's health is critical to us we call it hair care for a reason it's not just getting a haircut it's taking care of your hair and your body because everything you put on uh from a shampoo or a conditioner or body lotion or makeup they all have ingredients in them and there's some key ingredients that we should talk about today as far as what's good for you and what's not good for you
0: i think that's a that's that's perfect because i know like you know a lot of um listeners could probably look at a food label, and they know that you know partially hydrogenated um, soybean oil. There, that's a big red flag for them. Um, you know, cor- MSG. Uh, MSG. Yes, exactly. Corn syrup. They they can recognize high fructose these, corn syrup. Yeah. yeah, high fructose corn syrup. They can recognize these things on a food label. Um, I don't know how to recognize them on hair care labels though. So what are the big things that we want to watch out for and why?
1: Yeah. So for everybody listening, I'm going to give you three or four key things. They won't be that difficult to remember and they're super easy to look for because they're in 80% of hair care and uh, makeup products. Okay. Um, Number one over above and beyond everything are parabens. Okay. Parabens is a bit of a dirty word. Um, it's too hard to get into the full science about parabens. You could c- somewhat justify them on some level, but it's one of those safe, better safe than sorry uh, scenarios. So the way par- parabens are uh, a form of preservative that keeps your product from expiring. You know, it, it extends the life of it. Uh, and the, it can be made two ways. Um, when it's, it's basically a yeast fermentation process, um, and it, which creates kind of an alcohol-derived ingredient, and alcohol is a preservative. Um, that's why when you go to the store and you buy the crappy shampoo, you know, you're getting a lot of alcohol and water in there, and you're getting parabens, usually. Now, parabens has been linked to breast cancer, okay? It's a fact. So, again, we're talking about the difference between light to moderate use and, and using something that has an ingredient in, or, or eating something that has an ingredient in everything. Like, high fructose, high fructose corn syrup is the it, parabens are the high fructose corn syrup of food okay for the most oh, okay. part for the most part yeah um, so uh, for instance the product line we use at uh, at lava is a um, paraben free line and, and a lot of people have gat- grasped that paraben free thing it's finally coming around um, we use surface and it's all organic based and we can talk more specifically about our products later but so parabens is a big one okay um, just remember it's linked to breast cancer and so the the less you can use and you Usually, it's in grocery store stuff because it's cheap and quick and easy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fermentation process is us- using heat versus cold. Cold takes more time. Time equals money. Um, the next main uh, thing that you want to look for is are two different ingredients: VA and PVP. VA is vinyl acrylics, and PVP is polyvinyl propylene, and it's ex- sounds
0: like plastic. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> okay. vinyl.
1: So. I'll paint a scenario for you. You're uh, you're in a neighborhood and you see a house that's made from vinyl, you know, slats on fire, and you see that black smoke coming up from it. Does that look like the kind of thing you want to breathe?
0: No. No. <laughs>
1: All right. Now, what's the connection? PVPs and VAs are the same. It's the same base of ingredient. They're petroleum-based products, okay? They're plastics. When you burn plastic, you create a carcinogen. Breathing that carcinogen and exposing yourself over a long period of time, which, you know, people do their hair for 30, 40 life. years, yeah. <laughs> and and especially when you're younger and you're more active and you're using a blow dryer or a flat iron which involves extreme heat, um you're you ever see your hair you know, you have a product on it, and it smokes when you blow dry it or flat iron it.
0: Yeah, is that the smoke outside that's of the burning?
1: More than likely, that's some <laughs> form of carcinogen that yeah. that you're uh, releasing into the air. So it's not good for the environment. It's not good for you to inhale. Um, and again, this is concentrated over a long period of time. Um, so uh, PVPS and VAS, vinyl, acrylics, and polyvinyl propylene. Those are also um, key things to watch out for and and then uh sodium lauryl sulfates and um you know sulfate free and and just in general looking at the food label is the same as looking at the bottle the the ingredients that are the highest concentration start first okay um so you know alcohol if it's close to the top in some form means that you're going to get dried hair
0: yeah. Whenever you first mentioned alcohol, all I could think of was the salt water. And then, I mean, like, cause they're both drying, right? Like you don't want, you don't want to have dry hair. Right. <laughs> so then what do they put in those products to make it not so dry? So this is where I'm thinking maybe my, my back, my neck, well pretty much anywhere where my hair has touched uh-huh. has broken out. So, I mean, is that some kind of like, what's about, what about silicone? S- silicone, silicone? Yes, yeah. that's a plastic. Okay. I
1: mean, it's a, it's a variation okay. of plastic. So, um, that you know, and again, it, it, the other thing is on top of all the fact that your 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 skin is an organ, so it's absorbing these things on on a level. You're also um, rinsing it off, and it's going into the into your shower drain, and it's going to the water system. And think, you know, millions of people using millions of products that are you know the water filter can only filter so much out, uh, yeah. and you know, so it's just it, if you're an eco minded person, it's it's it is better to go organic. Um, it's more expensive, yes, because the quality of the product is so much better. Does that mean that the cheap stuff won't do, Won't get your hair clean? No. You know, they always say, like, we tried the organic and the store-bought, and, you know, people couldn't tell the difference. Well, you know, that's, that's from an appearance standpoint. That's not from a yeah. scientific standpoint.
0: Yeah. Actually, I want to talk about that just a little bit. Um, as far as the, um, what is it, as far as the the organic and the getting it clean um there was something that i heard about organic products where there isn't a specific there's a there's a specific ingredient that is added to a lot of soaps that makes like a sudsing agent so you mm-hmm. think it's getting cleaner because it has sulfates, sulfates. okay yeah. so sulfates are the bubbles right and so with a lot of organic products you may not get a lot of bubbles but it's totally fine because those were fake bubbles anyway, right? Yeah,
1: and and that's a hard thing to train people uh, when they're making the switch because... Uh, they're so used to those bubbles, right? Yeah. Um, but again, think about the sulfate is a uh, it's a uh, it's similar to, to salt in that it is um, it's aggressive on the hair. It cleanses it, but um, it doesn't leave the hair healthy at the end. And you know, I, I recommend combining. Obviously, that's what the conditioner is for. S- the shampoo is to remove dirt and and some oil from your scalp, and the conditioner is to replace nutrients vitamins. Uh, and and emollients and th- and moisture for, for the hair to you know the shampoo tends to be a little bit more alkaline. Okay. Uh, we can talk about pH balance in a minute, but yeah. it, it tends to depending on if you want color safe hair or or you're just trying to cleanse the hair. The more you cleanse it, the more alkaline it is. What you really want to shoot for is a pH balanced product, something that falls between 4.5 and 5.5 on the pH scale. Okay. So, and, and that's slightly acidic. That means, you know, anything that's acidic shuts the cuticle down. Anything that's alkaline opens the cuticle up. That's why we tell women and, and people not to use bar soap on your hair because bar soap is very heavy in lye and, and, and bar soap is designed to be more alkaline. It can be more aggressive on your skin. Yes. Um, but your hair is much more a fabric. Like, you want to treat it more like you know nice thread 300 thread thousand thread (laughs) cotton you know
0: yeah yeah you're not yeah oh when actually I cringed a little bit whenever you talked about that but I I guess people probably have done that where they've just used like whatever Mm -hmm. on their hair um wow yeah that's just I mean from a from an all-around standpoint it's and I priced out the organic products compared to the regular products and really it's it it may look it's 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 not that much more expensive. I mean, no, really. just like
1: food, you know? Yeah. And, and again, I encourage people to make the shift, the transition gradually. When we, um, educate our guests on the products that we're using based on the, the hair that they have, whether it's fine or brunette or blonde or, uh, or curly, um, you know, we educate them on the products we're using to inform them of why it's important. And then we put the products on the, on the front desk and we, we say, this is what we used on you. This is what your prescription. I mean, we, this is yeah. what we recommend. Don't you wish doctors would <laughs> prescribe nutrition?
0: I know, right? <laughs> I mean, if they if they
1: actually said, if you don't do this, then I'm not liable for, you know, your health. Like, yeah. it'd yeah. be interesting to, to see if they could prescribe it. You it know? really would. I yeah, cause
0: yeah. Cause and, and I feel like most people, you know, this is great because most people, most people don't quote unquote mess up because they like messing up. They do like, the wrong things health-wise, hair-wise, whatever, just because of lack of education. Once yeah. you understand why you should be doing things, and I feel like a lot of times we've been oversold on things. We don't yes, want to waste totally. our money on stuff. You Absolutely. know, there's a lot of slick marketing out there.
1: Separating the hype, you know. Yes, yes, um, exactly.
0: What matters? What doesn't matter? Where is it important? Um, just like you, you use the um, the dairy and the eggs example for organic foods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are those are some really fundamental things. Staples. Yes. Those are staples. So I would say that shampoo and conditioner are something you use almost every day, if not every day. That's a staple.
1: It's, yeah. And so, okay, also you're used to glopping a big amount of shampoo or conditioner, you know, training people to use the right amount, uh, no different than trimming how much you eat. If you trim how much shampoo and conditioner you actually use on your head, then again, it's a compounding effect. The cost of your shampoo, you know, maybe the goal is more to stretch that shampoo out and try to make it last a little bit longer because organic stuff is extremely concentrated. It's th- it's all quality ingredients, so you don't need as much of it to get the function out of it. Whereas store bought is alcohol and water, yeah. you know, and and bubbles, uh, <laughs> bubbles. <yes>. So uh, <laughs> so
0: yeah. many bubbles to make you feel like you're clean.
1: <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Um. So <laughs> it is a shift, and you know, a lot of the organic uh, they use oils as cleansing agents um and sometimes people are scared that that's going to leave their hair feeling heavy um that it, i found the case that there are some organic products out there uh like at um some of the organic grocery stores around that leave their hair extremely greasy and oily and i can't speak to those products i can only speak to the ones that we have chosen to to provide which is yeah. the surface line um but i know my line and i know all about it and and if you go to a hair salon and your person can't tell you about these things that's fine you might not care but we're here talking about it so that maybe you can make a little bit more of an informed decision look if nothing else go home or wherever you're at look at the back of your bottles and start looking for those key buzzwords
0: yeah yeah that's huge and then that's as you were saying that I really it I started thinking about it I mean I I I would prefer to buy a line of products that are being carried in the salon because the whole salon stands behind that product. It's we not do, at just, least. Right, yeah. right, Um It's not just a product on the shelf somewhere. Yeah, so or,
1: or you're going to love this because it smells great. I mean, that is not the reason to buy a <laughs> shampoo and conditioner. I mean, you don't want to buy one that's stinky, but... <laughs> You know, let's assume that pretty much all shampoos and conditioners smell pretty good. Right now, there's some that are kind of dura- you know more sweet smelling versus yeah. uh, you know perfume. And again, um, that's a that's another thing you can talk about is the artificial. Um, it's like artificial flavoring in food; yep. they put artificial smells in shampoos and conditioners it, okay. that's chemically produced to smell that way because they focus grouped it, and that's what people like. Um, yeah. Whereas an organic based product smells good because it's it's coming from a natural place
0: yeah and then you think about it too if you can smell it i mean it's on your head like obviously those chemicals are (laughs) emanating from your head and getting to your nose like it's kind of going everywhere so those are excellent points we are going to take a real quick break and then we'll be right back Chasing Skinny Radio Show, where tonight we are talking about hair care, why it's important, how, is it applica- how it is applicable to your health. We just got finished talking about a bunch of different ingredients that you want to watch out for, um, the, quote unquote, the uh, uh, hydrogenated soybean oil of the, um, or high fructose corn syrup um, ingredients, ingredients yeah. <laughs> of the, the hair care world. Um, so I... I also just wanted to say one more thing about the kind of ingredients that you're putting on your hair and how it applies to your health overall. Um, it, listeners, you may have heard my uh, my thermography review where I did a show on thermography, and they also did a scan to see how my... Um, Uh, Just how my uh, lymph nodes? Yeah, my lymph node health was. And I I have some congestion in there. So, one of the things that they said was that I might be um, using products that are being. Absorbed into my body and I'm not able able to get rid of them. So one of their suggestions was that I switch to more organic products. Well, like I said, I ran out of shampoo. I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just wait until, you know, I bought these bottles. I'll just use it. I'll get the other stuff. Um, so it's things like that where I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it could be causing some serious problems overall. Um, so Anyway, I just wanted to kind of bring that around, um, too, before we get on to the next thing, which is where I asked Jeff to please share the things that drive hairstylists crazy. Because sometimes, like I said, we don't want to screw it up, but sometimes we just don't know. And so... Like, what are the things that you see on a regular basis? Like my hair. I need to come in. My roots are a little bit longer than, than I normally like them to be. I usually like to come in, like, every five or six weeks. I think it's been, like, eight. Um, does that drive you nuts, or w- which things matter?
1: Um, no, I, you know, we're very accepting of the realities of life. You know, my wife and I are, are parents. We have two boys. Um, life is hectic, and it's busy, <laughs> and it's not always easy to get to the salon um, you know, uh, one thing off the bat that drives us crazy is, um, people who make appointments and then don't call to cancel them. Uh,
0: that's huge. That's, yeah. that's a big
1: one. You know, our yeah. time, it, it it sometimes for some people it's easy to just bypass that and just say, I'll just make another appointment later. But, and it's, it's just a simple courtesy to, uh, to try within 24 hours, um, to to call in advance, um, especially in a in a busy salon, if you know that that salon's busy, um, yeah. then you know you're you're opening up the opportunity for somebody else to take that appointment, and that's the 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 stylist's livelihood. You know, when they're not working, they're not making money. Yeah. Typically. It's, so it's,
0: sometimes it's hard to understand. Like if I remember when I was a salaried employee and if somebody canceled my meeting, well, I was getting paid anyway. So sometimes if you haven't been in one of those situations where, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. Um, you don't understand maybe the value of somebody's time in that way. So yeah, yeah it's, But there's a a
1: small percentage of of people that are like that. And, you know, it takes all kinds to make the world go round. But there are definitely some some personalities um, that come into the salon who are a challenge to work with. Um, You know, people there are people who are neurotic, you know, and and I I look at all of my guests. You know, we we all have a story, you know, a a life story behind us. And that story and, and the culmination of all of our things that have happened have formed who we are from a from an ego and a self-esteem and, and everything else so um you know once you start to recognize that it gets a little bit easier to not let it drive you so crazy but it is yeah. a common thing uh yeah. that that happens you know yeah. also um there's some people that are just never happy with their hair and uh, yeah. it's it, you know it's amazing to me that you try to, to, you know, give them the positive energy. And and by the way, it, it takes a lot. Just know that your stylist, especially if you like them and, and their their personality, that they are, they are really giving you their energy for that time that you're in the uh, chair. Isn't
0: that so true? And yeah. then, like, you guys really, really care. It actually hurts you if somebody walks away and is not 100% satisfied, right? Like, you're you love helping people. You love helping them feel great. And if they walk away every single time, like, Oh, that's we yeah, that's are tough. definitely, you know,
1: <laughs> there is a, there is a type of person that, that can work this job. It's a, it's a care. We're caregivers, just like yeah. nurses and, and, <laughs> Um, you know, I, know, I think a hair hairstylist
0: gets. I think you guys. We
1: absorb <laughs> all of that. Yes. You know, pr- tr- problems with the husband, or um, but we also definitely have client confidentiality. Uh, yeah. You know, like you never had to admit that you weren't a natural blonde. I was not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, True. But um, but you know, so t- these are just things to keep in mind about the the person behind the chair. Um, you yeah. know, we are creative. Um, we, uh, most, uh, most of us are extremely sensitive. Yeah. That's why when we're good, we're really good because we're, we're in tune. We have a heightened awareness to our guest that's in the chair and every guest is different. Sometimes that guest really wants more solitude and just that time to themselves. And so a good stylist will, will figure that out and, and find the balance. Me, I'm a talker. So, you know,
0: you're just such you are. It's so easy to sit in your chair because you're a talker. You talk about awesome stuff. You ask insightful questions of your client. It's awesome. I
1: I love my job specifically. We don't go to work. We go to play is what I always say. (laughs) But it's such a diverse uh, group. I've kind of um, somehow managed to, you know, uh, once you've been doing hair for three years, your clientele, 80% of them, who they are as people, is a direct reflection on who you are as a person. Because naturally, psychologically, and subconsciously, you're going to have a bond with the ones that like you, and then the ones that don't are going to go somewhere else or they're going to try somebody else. Yeah. So, over enough time, you look back at that group of people, and they're a reflection of who you are. So, I have a lot of talkers in my chair, and I have a lot of people <laughs> that like that therapy <laughs> element. I don't end up with, if you don't, if you want to sit and enjoy it, I can give that to you, and and I'll, I'll ask, you know, do you have somewhere to be, uh, you know, because time is of the essence for for our guests, but as well as us. Yeah. Um. So being late is another uh, pet peeve. Um, yeah. And, and I yeah,
0: because it throws the whole schedule off. Right? It absolutely does, yeah. and yeah. I
1: also think that that's the same for the stylist. Now, for me, I have a give or take probably five to seven minute window. I don't sweat my guests that are late five to seven minutes and I hope that they don't sweat me if I'm late five to seven minutes. I try not to be, but we all do have internal uh, timing issues and that's, definitely a challenge Oh, I
0: live in my own time zone but so. I'm never 15
1: minutes 30 minutes <laughs> late right. for a guest because at that yeah. point it's it's extremely unprofessional
0: yeah yeah well and then you're, it changes your whole entire schedule for the rest of the day a
1: but time. I'm a very casual and relaxed person again when you come to our salon it's about not just about the hair care but it's about the experience and for the most part we are kind of the cheers of uh, of salons you want to go where everybody knows your name and you come there to have a cocktail oh and it's so true everybody I mean, I turns the like chairs I mean, out yeah. and you know you exchange we watch videos we, we laugh we rip on each other we rip off of each other <laughs> it's um, awesome yeah. it
0: really is it is so much fun it's like a party and I usually since I have control of my schedule I usually go like you know early ish like midday it's it's totally a party but if
1: you're the kind of person that is a time-sensitive or a type-a personality that doesn't mean that your stylist who might not be that person can't take care of you. We just need to kn- if it helps to let us yeah, know, yeah. then we can we can adjust accordingly or the yeah. good ones can. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely seen you guys working some events and you're on point cuz you have to be. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no, you know, that's that's what you're doing. Here. You know,
1: another pet peeve uh for a stylist would be I would say is um, you know, for me, I don't I don't understand. I'm a guy. Um, and, you know, I, I've been in this business now for a little over 10 years. Um, so I've, I've come to understand the dynamics and the social dynamics, especially as it pertains to women mm-hmm. um, clientele versus men. Men are a little bit more uh, simple and women are a little more complex in their needs. Um you know, you, your hair is a fabric on your head, and it, it. This comes back to what we started the show with, and self esteem and ego. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a, a self esteem. You know, some some positive self esteem and a little bit of a of an ego of self awareness.
0: Well, yeah, because if you care about yourself, you're going to want to. Right, good.
1: and we want you to play with your 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 ego not let your ego control you so uh, hair is a fabric and it can be changed colors it can be changed textures it can be changed shapes um, facial shape is critical uh, having a stylist who understands the properties of your face no different than working out right, right. different goals for different people some people want to bulk up some people want to slim down we can do the same thing with hair um, you want volume or you want more sleekness and that and that ties into who you are as a person when you walk into a room do you want to turn heads or do you want to Do you want to be quietly confident and be able to just slip in, you know, so understanding those, those personalities, the more you can understand that about yourself, the more the stylist can, can help you determine what's appropriate for you.
0: Which I think is, is, um, you know, that's really important when it comes to understanding your hair texture, your type. Um, like I would never bring you a picture of saying, I want a certain look if, I don't have that kind of hair.
1: Realistic um, expectations yeah. is another, uh, I, I don't want to call it a pet peeve, but it's another. It's um, a, like
0: a, t- a teaching point. A right? variable that yeah. can affect
1: things, you know. Uh, and for the most part, it's our job to guide you in the right direction. Um, to say, okay, uh, what I always say is I never look at a haircut and say, I can give you that exact haircut. What I say is we will allow this haircut to serve as an inspiration for you. Yeah. So, you know, it might be a cropped uh, asymmetrical bop and I can give you something along those lines, but this woman has uh, thick hair or let's, let's go into that real quick. Self image and body image and what magazines, you know, Uh-oh. I'm personally, uh-huh. uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, a double edged sword when people bring in uh, pictures. I like pictures. It tells me where your head's at, what you're thinking. It, it gives us a common ground to immediately connect to, but at the same time, I don't want people to hang their head or to hang their hopes and dreams and expectations on something that was done professionally in a photo, you know, in a studio. They probably had (laughs) six hours worth of hair done, especially when we get color requests. Uh, You know, uh, let's let's all get honest here for a second. As long as you're willing to acknowledge that a lot of that hair and makeup is done you know, if you want to spend four hours in the chair with me, I can get you pretty close to a lot of what you're looking at yeah. um, because it's picture perfect. And it's that one image out of the the 300 pictures that that photographer took that gave you that perfect image. Yeah. And we tend to connect our egos to those things so that if it doesn't look just like the picture or uh, if, if it's not just that, then you're not then it doesn't look right. Yeah, um, yeah. You or might choose you know, the wrong style. Yeah. Um, and again, the stylist should be able to guide you with what's appropriate. Um, but let's, let's all keep... God, that's
0: such an excellent point. I, and that's something I, you know, I kind of battle on a daily basis because everybody wants to look like that cover model. What's well, vanity? I mean, yeah. we're coming back to the <laughs> vanity line. Yeah. And,
1: and just be yeah. self-aware about it. Ask yourself. Make sure you check in with yourself about what you're doing. Another thing is when a guest says, just do whatever you want. Right. Sometimes that's a good thing because uh-huh. it's an open invitation for us to express ourselves as creatively as we want to. But I always have to separate the guests between the one that says, do whatever you want. And I almost get that feeling like they're setting me up for failure. They're leaving it so wide open for me that they're putting all of their their ego uh, uh, insecurities on me to fix and that's, you know, and that
0: you can never, I don't care how great of a stylist you are, you will never fix that. You're,
1: yeah, <laughs> and, and you're leaving them the opportunity to decide, uh, you know, if, you, if we can have a conversation about it and, and say, okay, some say do whatever you want, and I have, they're my guests, so I know what I can and can't do right. with them. And that is awesome. We love that. But when you're a first time guest, or, you know, or if you're, you know, if you can rock the walk, then, uh, you know, and walk the talk, then, then I say, go for it. There are girls who ask for uh, certain styles that I wouldn't normally do on them, but they have such positive self-esteem and confidence that I know if they're walking down the street and somebody says, I love your hair, they're going to be, th- that makes them stand up a little bit more. Yeah. But then there's the other one that I give that same style to, and they're a little more intimidated, a little more meek. They don't, they're not sure if they can pull it off. And somebody says, I love your hair. And they're like, Really? Yeah. Kind of like <laughs> you know, like if you do that, they people intuitively they smell doubt and sell so and, and and so naturally, subconsciously they 're going to treat you the way you are acting that, that you want to be treated. if yes. you act meek then i 'm going to s- i 'm going to tone myself down, and why you know we yeah. want you to to like it and to believe in it, and you know and it 's not for everyone, some yeah. people just want a good cut.
0: I love, oh my gosh, this is just such, it's such good information because I see this happen on a regular basis um, where, you know, somebody like, it's some, some people love when they totally go out on a limb and some people are like, oh my God, what did I do? Right. (laughs) If you say to
1: yourself, it's just hair, it'll grow back, then that means you're in a good place. If you can truly like kind of open yourself up to that without being too vulnerable, then as a stylist, I feel more comfortable uh, taking risks with uh, color and shape and and texture on your hair yeah. um, if you can't say that then don't don't put it on the stylist
0: yeah 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 that's true oh that's such a yeah, that's a, that's a very valuable point, and I think that it's one of those things that people don't really realize because, you know, it's different whenever you are the specialist, you're in the industry, you see these things on a regular basis. Like, I have my certain fitness things that I can pinpoint certain things, I can pinpoint certain behaviors, I can identify these things, and you do the same thing, but just with hair, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. You guys have... Yeah. And hair is
1: a metaphor for life. I mean, it really is. You know, it's the metaphor in this case, as it pertains to health is, you know, no different than eating junk food. Too much junk food. Bad. Right. Yeah. Too much junk product. Bad.
0: Yeah. Like I feel like I just put Crisco on my hair. Know what you're eating. Know what you're putting
1: (laughs) on your skin. Yeah. You know,
0: well, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I, I, um, I feel like we have to kind of wrap it up quicker than I wanted to but um, this was great information in the show notes we'll put all of your contact information awesome if you live in Charleston you have to go see Jeff and Noel they're fantastic their whole their whole um, salon is fantastic I've sent several referrals over there and everybody has been so happy and I mean I'm talking about like really busy people that normally they don't get back to me on like oh thanks for the referral but I mean they'll take the time to Stephanie oh my gosh I love my hair this is where I go now Um, so that's been great Um, and as soon as we leave here i'm gonna go buy some um (laughs) some new shampoo and conditioner yes surface um if we can put that link in we will too yeah um and yeah so i'm gonna go get some of that so that uh, my health can be better my hair can be better my skin can stop breaking out like it is
1: (laughs) right well and i encourage anyone who listens to the show to write in questions to you um and you know if if there's enough uh, i may have opened up more questions than uh, you know, and, and I'm not probably 100% accurate. Uh, I admit that you know some of the things that I said. I don't know how uh, well versed people are. Oh, if but you
0: get too scientific, then everybody loses. Right. The whole point. That was great. Um, but, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but you know,
1: and and or feel free to email us or call us, and we can we can even do online Skype consultations. Like if you Ooh. literally want to just uh, Skype us or or um, FaceTime us on our computer for a quick consultation, you don't even have to come into the salon. And that's something that we're trying to get more into. That's uh, great. Yeah, it's more convenient. You know why make the time? I mean, you know if you want to come and you know you're going to be happy with the the consultation and you're just going to go ahead and get your hair done, then just do that. But if you really just want a quick consultation, we can do that.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you for that. We'll put thank all that you. contact information in the show notes. But thank you so much, Jeff, for being on. And um, I look forward to getting my hair done with and you again soon. <laughs>
1: we love having you as a guest. We're proud of you uh, as a salon. We have our brag board, and you're all over it thank for your you. your awesomeness. So thanks <laughs> thank for having you. us.
0: Thanks. Yeah. And anybody listening, if you, um, they're great about that. They really love to give props to their clients. So if you've been in any kind of newspapers or magazines or anything like that, um, they will put it. Uh, right whenever you walk in the door. So it really is a nice little family there. So thanks for listening to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program where every Tuesday night on KineticHifi.com we bring you a new show from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can always find all the archives on my website at skfitlife.com. Have a great week. This has been a Clicks Radio production. For further details, visit our website, clicksradio.com.